This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast. I am Renata. And I am Starman. And the Giants won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I have my giant sweatshirt on. Oh, I forgot my hat. My hat's upstairs. I, I went to was, Modell's the next day and I got a hat. I was amazed. I mean, I really didn't think they were going to do it. But and they did. Oh, they proved me wrong so, so much. And I was so happy that Kryler had suggested to me that I not go ahead and get the conference champion t-shirt and wait for the outcome of the Super Bowl. I thought to myself, well, okay, yeah, I don't want to jinx it for the guys, but I'm probably going to be ordering the conference t-shirt anyway. But I ordered a Super Bowl roster jersey. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Um, I went to Models after work the following day, and the place was just nuts. Everybody <laughs> was just getting all giant stuff, and it was crazy. But yeah, I got I got a giant's hat. That's all I really wanted. I didn't want the sweatshirt or anything. I just because I already have enough like jersey, like real jerseys, not the painted jerseys. I have a real jersey, um, and so that's that's all I wanted. And I have the whole thing recorded in HD, so I transferred it off my TiVo. <laughs> Somehow, I'm going to have to burn it onto Blu-ray. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. I know there are ways to do it, but um, I just have to actually do it. Right. But yeah, we had family over. It was a very exciting game, and I was very, very happy about the outcome. So that put me in a good mood for that's put me in a good mood now for a week anymore. <laughs> so because it's now a week after the Super Bowl, and I'm still hopping up and down about it so well you know you know you've been a long time giants fan you know for years and years and years and you've been through them through their lengthy slumps Mm -hmm. it's really nice to see them come out on top for once (laughs) (laughs) should i say sorry new england no i won't (laughs) so anyway this week has been fun I did ZA. Oh, here, here's the story. I'm just sitting around on my computer. I don't know. I was working on something. And Ren says to me on AIM, she says, you want to do ZA? I, without even blinking. Like, sure. <laughs> because our our team doesn't do ZA yet. We probably will soon because we're sharding a lot of junk that comes out of Kara. Mm-hmm. So um, that would probably be the next logical step. <clears throat> but no, right now we're not. And there are still some people that need gear out of out of Kara to um, to have the DPS or healing or whatever it is that they need in order to uh, to do ZA properly. But it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah, it was. It's a very challenging instance. Mm-hmm. Um, we only got the the bear boss down that night. We we took a couple tries on Eagle, but 
he had some time. He had some timing issues. The, the where, timing, yeah. Where the um, we use boss mods to to time the different stages and such, and they were significantly off, and we were just getting zapped all to hell. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe this is a sign. Don't rely quite so much on on the boss mods, but it was. It didn't really go all that well. No. So, but it was. But still, it, it was good. It has a gauntlet run like uh, AQ40 did. Mm-hmm. For those of you that didn't do AQ40, there was this hallway where you just had to just do AOEs on a lot of mobs. Oh well, and, it's like shattered halls. There's a, there's a gauntlet in shattered halls too. Well, shattered. Yeah, it's it's yeah, kind of like shattered halls, but just not as long. It, right. it, was, it was long enough for a forty man. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's similar. And similar idea. I anyway. like the place. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nice, and I like the fact that the graveyard is close. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there was a quest that I got where you had to get nine tus- ten tusks. I only got nine, so, oh. so, so I've got these nine oh. tusks in my bank. <laughs> they just sort of sitting there. Well, the first when I first went in, and we all did the quest where we got the twenty slot bag, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And then the next quest you get after that is a tusks. All of us had the tusk quest. So I think I got like two tusks yeah. <laughs> on that first run. It took me three or four runs to be able to fill out the tusks. So you benefited from the fact that most of us had already done that I'd quest. I'd already done it. Yep. So the fact you got nine is much better than I did on, <laughs> on my first run. Other than that, it's, we, we did a, um, a run on Void Reaver. Actually, two runs on Void Reavers since uh, since we last recorded. I think we one shot at them both times. Cool. Yeah, we uh, and we made it all the way to Solarian, and we only did one run on Solarian. I I think uh, we need to sort of speed up the trash. The trash is really what's taking all the time, Mm -hmm. and uh, well, we will. I mean, we did it with um, uh, with Kara, where you know we were just sort of dragging Kara, and then. Uh, a week or two weeks ago, we started speeding up the trash, like mm-hmm. practically chain pulling the thing. And it just, it helped us so much that on our first night in Kara, we were actually able to down two extra bosses. Cool. On on the first night. So, I mean, it, it was a significant improvement in, in how long. And I've said uh, before on the podcast, you know, way back when we were doing Molten Core, that if you can do chain pulling, if your team can do chain pulling, just do it because it'll save so much time. <laughs> so we'll we'll get there. And we're, I don't think we're going to be able to do Karen one night, but um, you know we can we can significantly change it. What else did we do? We did um, we did Void River twice, Solarian. We got one attempt on Solarian, and the fight really doesn't seem that bad. I think a couple of things just sort of took us by surprise. Mm-hmm. If I, I would bet that if we had maybe another shot or two that night, if it wasn't so late, we probably would have done a significant amount of damage on her. Mm-hmm. I think we have the DPS. Um, but like with any new fight, you just have to learn the mechanics. Yeah. I think I think we'll uh I think we'll be good with that the next week or two. If we can get through the trash faster, I think it took an hour. Mm-hmm. We can get that down to 45 minutes and then get the Solarian within 30. That'll be good. Well, get Thay on the pulling job. He uh <laughs> he chain pulls like nobody else in our guild. Love so. chain pulling. <laughs> 
In fact, it was kind of funny. We were doing a, a Kara run on alts last night, and uh, and and they ended up cha- pulling a, an extra group over just because he was uh, <laughs> he was just playing around, tab targeting, and charging, and he charged off into the wrong group. <laughs> Whoops! We lived. We lived. It was fun, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, very very efficient. Yep. Yep. We're getting better with the trash around Void Reaper. That was our biggest problem, I think. Mm-hmm. The trash around Void Reaver. Um, th- well, the like a lot of those are... big fights, it's a gadget fight, and you just mm-hmm. got to learn how to work with the work with all that. Yep. I haven't been going to Void Reaver simply because that raid starts a little later than I prefer to start. Mm-hmm. But uh, I understand that you guys have been doing quite. You've, you've really gotten that fight down. Hmm. And other than uh, than WoW, I I want to sort of put this out there for two seconds. Portal is like the coolest game I've played in a long time, and it comes with Orange Box. And if you if you can get it, just get it. It's a fun little game. I think I finished the game in under three hours, or maybe just a little more. I I was on the last level, and it said that I was in the game for two hours and thirty five minutes. So I must have well, I must have finished it in over three hours, but. Fun short game, and um, I think that if if you have the means to go get it, go get it. That's it. Well, let's see. For me this week, uh, my big thing is is that I got my hunter to seventy. Yay! And she had done as much of the uh, Karazhan key quest as she could do up to level seventy. Mm-hmm. This will be changing. In the next patch, but the stopping point for her was Architraz, because right now, the way Architraz is positioned, you can only get there by flying mount, mm-hmm. and warlocks cannot summon people up to Architraz, so you have to have a flying mount, which means you have to be 70. Mm-hmm. So I did everything I could up to that point on the Karazhan key quest. So the, pretty much the day she turned 70, she arranged for a group to finish off the last two parts of her key, got the key, and we I went into Karazhan with her for the first time yesterday. Had a great time, although, I mean, there, there are some, there's quite a lot of similarities between playing a warlock and playing a hunter. It's, it's a pet class, and you're the DPS class, but there were some crowd, con- there's some crowd control things that hunters do that warlocks don't do but as it turned out there was another hunter there who was more survival spec and she handled most of the trapping and such so i did not have to put my really lame trapping skills to the test mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm going to have to learn more about how to be a good trapper when <laughs> the time comes but i didn't <laughs> i could just kind of relax get used to the new role and put out really crappy dps because my gear sort of sucks right now I'm still wearing level 62 green auction house shoulders. And (laughs) (laughs) I was telling people, if you want a good laugh, inspect me. Um, But she did pick up a couple of epics last night, which was nice. They were, in both cases, the other hunter already had them, and they're really hunter gear. Um, So I got them by default. Hey, I wasn't complaining. (laughs) I was not complaining. I got the legacy axe, and I got some really good uh, gloves of quickening, I think they're called. They're Mm -hmm. they're pretty good purple gloves. Had to buy a whole bunch of gems because I got those, and I got a couple other things in um, in Black Morass when I did the key did the key quest, which required me to get some stuff gemmed up. 
But I'm just playing her for fun. I'm doing the salt run. Uh, good time. It's a fun class to play. And she's, she's, uh, I'm in the process of a profession switch with her though. She was a leather worker and skinner and I'm in the process of changing her to a minor and engineer, mm-hmm. which mostly I decided to do because I'm not really that impressed with the upper level leather working recipes. Now I could really regret this. When Wrath of the Lich King comes out, but and I'm not afraid of profession changes. I'll if if I get some really good item in leatherworking, I'll switch. But on the other hand, I really, really, really want those engineering goggles. Mm-hmm. Those are really good, <laughs> and you can't make them or wear them if you're not an engineer. So the other thing I've been playing with, and I will be doing a, a either a segment or a mini cast on this subject. I haven't decided which. I've been playing on the Alliance side a little bit um, <gasps> with a group of friends Gasp. from a knitting board. And um, are you a I'm tailor? Not, what? No, are she actually tailor? she's not a tailor. It's another hunter. It's a it's a drain eye hunter, and she's now level twenty nine. And the project that I've been working on with her is, as we've mentioned on the show before, and as people are no doubt aware of, there have been some changes to player faction. You know, mm-hmm. like Darnassus, Ironforge, Orgrimmar, Darkspear, Trolls, whatever. In that the amount of reputation that you get for quests has doubled. And you can get reputation from quests even if they're gray to you. You get mm-hmm. full reputation. So I decided right from the beginning... I didn't want to ride an elephant. <laughs> she wants to ride a night elf cat. So I decided to start out right from the beginning, find out how to find quests that gave Darnassus faction and how best to leverage my time toward not only leveling, but also anything I can do to build my Darnassus faction. As a result, at level 29, she is over 15,000 out of 21,000 reputation points into revered she's got under six thousand points to exalted nice so she is going to end up exalted with darnassus if all works out well before level 40 this used to be impossible Mm-hmm. oh sure you Long couldn't time ago you couldn't possibly get enough reputation prior to level 50 to be able to do with the cross faction mount at level 50, the magic is, is you can do the rune cloth turn-ins, but I knew people, um, Zade from, from the collective did this with his, with his mage. He, his troll mage wanted to ride the undead mount and he had to turn in just stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of rune cloth. And that's a lot of money. I mean, not just in terms of he wasn't buying the rune cloth, but it's opportunity cost. He could have sold that rune cloth on the auction house for, for pretty good money. So it's a very long, expensive process, or it used to be. This character is doing it entirely through quests. Mm-hmm. Now, she's being helped out a little bit by the Lunar Festival, which has just started. And the Lunar Festival doesn't have a lot going for it. There's a couple recipes. And some fireworks and stuff. But the main thing that it does have is by collecting the coins from the the various elders, you get 75 reputation for either the Alliance or for the Horde. So that's 75 points of reputation for each of the five races of that side. Mm -hmm. Used to be 50 points. 
up until this year. Last year it was 50 points, this year it's 75. And she hasn't been able to do a lot of those because a lot of them are in too high-level zones for her, although she's going to try some of them. But just through these quests... I'll be really interested to see how fast I can do this. So I want to do a report on exactly how she did this, how I found out about the quests, how I decided to, to order my time online doing these quests after I have finished it and I know how fast I could do it. Mm-hmm. I found that without even trying, I've gotten faction with, uh, with other places just by doing quests that give you faction for everything. Like, right, like alliance or horde, whatever, and and you get them with the main cities. Yes, it's, yeah. I call that I've I've been kind of calling that in my mind sympathetic reputation, mm-hmm. where you get some reputation for other cities by doing another city's faction right. quests. I assume you've gone around Teldrassil and done all all those yes, easy she, ones. Yeah, she went right back to the level one mm-hmm. zone in Teldrassil. Um, but the, there is one problem with that for the Draenei and the Blood Elves. When these new zones came out with the Burning Crusade, they turned it off for other races. So if I was, say, a, an orc and I wanted to get Blood Elf faction, Mm -hmm. I could go, well, let's, let's take this one step back. Say I'm an orc and I want undead faction. I can go into that undead one to five zone, mm-hmm. do the level one quest at level 70, I'll get full reputation. I tried this. I took my orc warlock into the undead zone and did the first level one quest that I found, which I think is killing uh, wretched zombies and right. mindless zombies. And I got 250 reputation for it. I did this with another level one undead, and I got exactly the same amount of reputation for doing right. that quest. But if I took that orc and I took her over to the Blood Elf 1 to 5 zone, they wouldn't even talk to her. Hmm. And it's the same way in the Draenei zones. I think that they did this originally when Burning Crusade came out to keep those zones from getting flooded by the races. Where people wanted to run a Night Elf, but they decided to start out in the Draenei zone. It's not that there are... There's only one quest per side that is specific to their race that shows them how to use their racial ability. I think in the in the, in the Draenei one, there's right. one where you have to use the gift of the Naru to heal someone. Mm-hmm. On the Blood Elf side, there's one where you got to zap things that have mana right. with the mana tap ability. But those are the only racially required quests. And so you can't do the one to five trick. But I'm getting ahead of myself. There'll be a whole... Th- Either a either a mini cast or a, a whole episode segment on this, um, but I am learning a great deal about how player reputation is working, and what are some of the tricks to to getting it up fast. Cool. Um, so that's pretty much what I've been up to. I mean, I have been playing my warlock, and tonight we're doing lurker below. Is it? Yeah, we're doing lurker. So that ought to be fun looking forward to that it's not a bad fight it's actually a big dps race more than anything and then as a mage you just have to make sure that those um naga just keep sheeped that's and then but that's pretty much it done a million times sure should not (laughs) be on this character not on this character well no not on the character but i mean as it is this point i mean my character on the horde side is pretty much equal to the character that i had on the alliance side so 
You finally caught up? I finally caught up. Cool. So let me ask you now that you've all caught, now you've caught up, what's your impression, you know, the, the, the guild aside, the individuals aside, whatever, what's your impression about playing Horde versus playing Alliance? You know, I'm not used to playing Horde. I, I just can't get into it. I can't. I, <laughs> I, I keep thinking in terms of Alliance. I mean, I've been playing Alliance for three years now. I, everything that I do is always based on, hmm, do I do this out of Darnassus? And then I have to sort of like map Darnassus to Thunderbluff. Like every time I think of, oh, I got to get to Winterspring, then I have to think, oh, wait, if I if I have to go to Winterspring, I have to do that from Darnassus. And Darnassus, the equivalent to Darnassus on the Horde side is Thunderbluff. Ah, you know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm always thinking in terms of the Alliance. Because really? I, it's see, really I think, difficult for me to, to, to unlearn that whole thing. See, I think of the equivalent of Darnassus as Undercity. The reason being is because Undercity is the is on the only one on the Eastern Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And well, now before okay, we're talking about before Draenei and, and Blood Elf. Uh, before that, they were the only ones on one continent, mm-hmm. and Thunderbluff and Orgrimmar were on another continent. On the Alliance side, Stormwind and Ironforge. Are on one continent. Right. It's backwards. And Darnassus is on another continent. Mm-hmm. So I, I always think of Darnassus and Undercity as kind of the outposts. Well, I see... See, I think of it Darnassus. geographically rather than... Well, think about this. What As a mage, what portal do you get at level 50? What group portal do you get at level 50? Or 60? That's true. It's, That's it, true. It, it's, it's Thunderbluff. It's Thunderbluff and Darnassus. Right for, for for the two sides. That's how I think of it. Um, as far as I'm, I, when I'm in chat, it doesn't really bother me. I can't stand my mount. I can't stand the the little <laughs> whatever it is. I don't even the know what chicken? it's called. It's a hawk strider. Hawk strider. I don't like it. I just I'm so used to my white bird. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I really. It's. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's. You know, it's more about the people than it is about the tune. But um, there, there are times when, like, I go to you know fly around and you hear that brrr when you launch your bird, and I just oh, I got to get another mount because I really don't <laughs> like this thing. And well, um, I'm still not used. To, like I, I've said it before, I'm not used to the architecture of the horde where it's all like this, this sort of tribal with like sticks and and <laughs> tents and. Spiral staircases. I still can't. You still can't get used to it. Do you find, in general, that the character of chat and such like that is any different no. on either side? You know, every every side. All right, I've been playing on Whisperwind since February '05. So here's the thing: both sides accuse each other of being immature, silly pants. And the fact of the matter, like, for example, I'll see on the Horde side, Crossroads is under attack. And, and the Horde will sit around saying, those Alliance pussies, blah, 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 blah. They can't, you know, they're, they've, they're spineless. They can't do anything. Uh, all they have to do is they, they have to kill a bunch of low-level people. Okay. But when I'm on the Alliance side, what do I see? Astronaut is under attack. Astronaut <laughs> is under attack. Oh, oh, like the Horde doesn't do that. Come on. 
it's the same on both. They're both. They both have their good sides and bad sides. They're both just as immature in general in trade chat. They both accuse each other of being noobs. There is absolutely <laughs> anybody who believes that the Horde side is better than the Alliance or or vice versa is just completely fooling themselves. Because I've been playing both, and well, they're just the same. I think it's the psychology. Nobody likes to think of themselves as as being the bad guys. Right. Yeah. Next, here, here's the thing. If you're if you're on one side or the other. And you think that, like, the opposing faction is always killing either Astronaut or Crossroads? Go to the other one <laughs> on the other side. and or, or just start, like, an alt and see how long – put on world defense and see how long it takes for, for, you know, that side to go under attack. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in – I've gone to Astronaut just to fight Horde on Whisperwind. Happens mm-hmm. so often when I was on the Alliance side. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it's, I'm progressing fine and I really don't, I don't have any problems at all playing a blood elf. My biggest problem back before Burning Crusade was like, what kind of character do I start? Because I don't like, I, I just, the, the characters don't appeal to me because I always thought, well, if I'm going to start a character, I'm going to sort of play something that I enjoy looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, hence the reason why I play female characters, um, or, or, or have like, you know, like something that, that I would enjoy looking at for years on, on end. And, uh, I just never liked undead and I never liked trolls and I never liked orcs. And, um, so, so now I, that they're, I feel rejected. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, when she's blood not elves pretty, came around, okay? <laughs> so when blood elves came around and went, oh, there you go, blood elf female. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. So anyway, uh, the big news is, is fresh off the presses from Blizzard are the 2.4 patch notes. 47 pages of them. No, not 47. Yeah, 40, I didn't print these. I, I printed them out and it's, uh, looks like... Almost nine pages. We're not okay. going to go over all of the um, specific. There's a lot of of um, specific things for various classes, various things for professions. But I think that there are some things that are worth discussing, sure. just because it's you know it's kind of interesting some of the directions that I'm, I'm seeing people seeing uh, Blizzard going. Mm-hmm. Um, this will introduce the Sunwell Island area, the Sunwell Isle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which will introduce a 25-man instance and a five-man instance called Magister's Terrace. Mm-hmm. The, this will include a new faction. Yay! Oh, yay. Get to grind some more reputation. Yeah, called the enough. Shattered Sun Offensive that is a force of both Alder and Scryer mm-hmm. and led by the Nehru. And this will involve uh, some sort of an opening event. Kind of like what we went through with Ankaraj. the Gates of Ankiraj. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't no, I don't want to sound negative. I'll edit this out. Well, you're too negative. Your show is too negative. Ow. Don't worry Go ahead. About it. I'll edit. Um, it. what this is going to involve apparently is a bunch of daily quests. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is a recurring quests. theme through this whole Sunwell thing. Is is 
more dailies. And they, they are increasing the number <laughs> of dailies you can do from 10 to 25. Although I can't imagine myself, I'm not a real big fan of dailies because no, they get either. repetitive and a little boring. But they are a good way to make money. You know, I found that having a farmer is a little more interesting than doing dailies. Here's the problem I have with dailies. With dailies, you do something. Killing things, whatever. I found as a farmer that I actually get more for my time. Mm -hmm. For example, I have my one alliance mage, my farmer. And she runs around and she does the the mining and the herbalism. So, of course, what do I get? Apart from the the adamantite and the fell iron and and the herbs, I get gems and I get uh, fell lotuses. Mm-hmm. So I get, I feel that I get more for my time because I can sell a single fell lotus for forty five gold. Boom! Right off the bat, and I'll get several of them in a, in like three hours of farming. I'll get a few of them. On, on top of like the gems, I'll get some blue gems or something out of uh, out of the mining. That's why I don't like the dailies so much because with the dailies you're just doing the same thing all the time. Yeah, and some of them it depends. There's some it of depends. the dailies I enjoy more than others. I like the mm-hmm. cooking dailies because I haven't gotten all the cooking recipes yet. Right. I still have not gotten that damn chocolate cake recipe. <laughs> and it's not like the di- the chocolate cake recipe is even that useful. I, it doesn't do anything as far as I can tell. You're a but I don't have it. I don't have that <laughs> recipe and I have to have all the recipes. So, I mean, there's some dailies where you can get some other things, like one of the Skedis ones, the the escort quest, you get potions. <clears throat> right. So there are some that have other rewards. And that's my that's going to be my point on the dailies for the opening of the Sunwell Isle 25-man instance. Since they're saying that the difficulty of this is going to be above that of Hyjal and Black Temple, and we'll thus see. the loot's also going to be... More. The chances that I'll even get into this place, probably not high. Might poke our toes into it, but I, I don't really foresee that this is going to be a place where we're going to be frequenting a great deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be approaching this the same way that I approached the gates of Ankaraj opening. What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. In the case of the Ankaraj opening, I had a character on another server. And this was before changes to player reputation. It was also before you could get battlefield battleground mounts. Where I had an undead warrior who wanted Orgrimmar faction because she wanted to ride a wolf. Well, if you, for those of you who remember this, there they it was involved a bunch of turn-ins that you could do, and when you did turn-ins, you got faction for whatever race that you turned in your honor tokens to. So I used this as a way to grind up her reputation. So. I'll be really interested to see. These are supposed to be cooperative events, like the Gates of Ankiraj was, to be able to open this instance. Mm-hmm. What incentive are they going to give me for dailies other than money? Because I can tell you right now, at level 70, once you have gear, mm-hmm. once you have your epic flying mount, mm-hmm. and once you have a decent enough stream for repairs... And you've gotten your professions ground up. What do you really need money for other than supporting your twinks? 
You don't. I don't. I have right now. I've got about two hundred and fifty gold, and that's been just dead steady between doing Kara and my repairs. It hasn't really gone up and down so much, and <clears throat> I don't need. I don't need an epic flying mount. I have one on my mage farming tune, so I don't need another one. So I'm not saving the five thousand gold for that. I don't need to buy anything off the auction house because I have. I've got my um, Firefly, and <clears throat> I'm getting stuff out of Kara. Well, actually, I only need one more thing out of Kara, so I don't need to buy anything on the auction house. So you're so you're absolutely right. I don't need a dime except for repairs. Oh, I, I no, I am wrong. Th- yes, I did say that I get fell lotuses, but there are times when I lapse my farming and I do have to buy potions off the age. Yeah, but that's well. It. But the, and the thing is, is that m- what many people are spending their money on is supporting their stable of twinks, and I'm mm-hmm. totally guilty of this one. But one of the things that I wrote on my blog, and anyone, I'm not going to go into it in great detail because I did this on my blog. I do have a new World of Warcraft blog called Citizen Azeroth, and it's at citizenazeroth.blogspot.com. And I wrote an article called "The Unintended Effects of Dailies." One of the things that having these daily quests doing where you can get many, many gold for not a great deal of effort, if, you, if you're willing to put up with a certain amount of repetition, is you have 70s who have impossible amounts of money and mm-hmm. really nothing to spend it on. Give it to me. Un- the unintended effect <laughs> that this has had is, is that they have these twinks, these low-level characters who can just basically buy anything off the auction house and they don't care about prices. What this has caused is major in major inflation mm-hmm. in the auction house on lower level items. You're finding greens for, you know, in the level 10 to 20 classes going for two to eight gold each. And we're just talking greens. These are oh. blues. Blues are going for, you know, a hundred. Blues are going gold, for a hundred. The glowing Brightwood staff I saw up on the auction house for 1200 gold a few months back. And I whispered the guy that was selling it. I said, this is not an item that's worth 1200 gold, especially since you can walk into Outlands at 58 and get a, um, a staff of the twin worlds and he said well this is for twinks i said yeah but i mean unless you're doing like battlegrounds at 49 i i just don't see the advantage of spending 1200 gold on good- something that you know at, at some point you can wait for and get cheaper mm-hmm. a lot cheaper and and by the way that thing never sold well a good example of it is on the server that I play on with my Alliance Hunter, leather hats, 10 to 20, not 10 to 25, 25 to 30 level, are selling for 50, to, 50 gold each, That's 40 ridiculous. to 50 gold. Ridiculous. And these are just green hats without, mm-hmm. with, you know, like, you know, the 